Welcome to the Honest Wargame. I'm your host, Rob, and this is the Age of Sigmar Stat Center with my co-host. Well, just me. It's just me today. Uh, Owen is busy away. Uh, he has finally decided to take a day off playing Warhammer, which is good. Uh, hello, everyone. In the Twitch chat, pro to tabletop. Uh, nice to see you. Pragmatic, Glitterworld, Vagabond, Diadrine. Yes. Uh, can nig it. Um, a special shout out. This show starts with... A special shout out to Warhammer Rob, who is in the chat. He's been helping us put together a bunch of our stats recently. Uh, and so this entire show is dedicated to him and the stats team, uh, Ziggy and the crew. Uh, without them, we wouldn't be able to get the stats that we will, we will be using um, at LGT this weekend. You guys will be able to see next week. Uh, winner Dave, what's going on? Big love to you, Lord Wilco. Cup, thanks for subscribing. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. Shelltog, I see you. Uh, Halalex, I see you too. Shadow Sun, hi, babe. Um... Hey everyone. So there haven't been many two-day in fact there's been one two-day tournament this weekend. There's been many one-day tournament which is really exciting and we're kind of in the build-up to the LGT specifically Blood Tithe which is the four-man team event. Well, well it's 32 teams uh, each one containing four people which is really exciting and i don't like to like over egg events specifically also i'm definitely going to at the weekend uh, but we'll be doing coverage and it will be a pretty massive team event for age of sigmar 32 teams of four so i mean that's pretty exciting uh, and i'm looking forward uh, to talking about that uh, but I have looked at loads of one-day event results today, and I do have a little bit of a take. I'm not sure if this show is going to last the whole hour. It normally does, um, but I will I will talk about it, and, and we'll see, um, especially because I'm excited to see how stuff changes up in the future. I think we know where the meta is at. Let's just do a recap before we do any of the event results. Uh, I think we know roughly where the meta is at. In my opinion, the two S-tier army lists are uh, the... Um, uh, the Helon, or I guess maybe even Zytrek version uh, of the Wind Spirits, that's specifically Severith and 2 to 3. Uh, the reason I think is S is because uh, I think it shuts down many other armies. It's rarely played. You tend to see Sentinel spam uh, more as a build, which I would put into the A tier. Um, uh, the other build, of course, is anything Zinch Archeon, Archeon specifically, but Zinch Archeon with Fate Weaver, I think gives you so many options to choose dice results that your opponent actually can fail things and you can guarantee things. So I'll put those in the S tier. In A, we've got a bunch of different stuff. There's, uh, there's of course, Mega Gargants. They're in the A, high A as well. Uh, very solid and um, uh, constant uh four ones and five oh so they're in that a category marathi and the bow snakes uh so that'd be marathi and 15 uh blood stalkers sisters whichever ones are the bow snakes uh shout out to piotta who uh, i got wrong on the lgt list show uh they're definitely in there as well one that we don't see played much but in my opinion is an a tier list is an iron drake cities list um i'm like i'd like to see more of those play in there as well then you got the sentinels as i spoke about as well talked about gargants um, I think there's not many L many other lists in the oh any Archeon list in Slaves to Darkness of course. Um, I wouldn't put the Soblight Grave Lords list as, as maybe in the A tier. Maybe I would specifically in the Nagash version. Um, I'd put in there, and uh, so that's roughly where we're at. Uh, the meta is most represented by um, Mega Gargant. So if you are going to a tournament, you should build list to try and spec against Mega Gargants. That becomes a bit of a problem because probably the counterpoint to them is Sentinel spam. That becomes a bit of an issue because anything you really build to deal with the Mega Gargants probably loses out to the Sentinel spam, but maybe not. Um, 
Uh, Rob, you're very mean with your list reviews. Kanigia, I tried super. I don't think I was mean. I think I was nice. Uh, hey, Pragmatic, big love to you, McLeod. Thank you. Ayo, what's going on? Mm. Scott B, I see you. So that's where we're at. So going into tournaments now, we would expect to see a lot of those lists do well, and we have continuously seen those sorts of lists do well. So anything that stands out from that uh, is something that's a little bit um, exciting. How many Sentinels asking for a friend? Normally, uh, Pro to Tabletop, you generally tend to see 30 um, in the Sentinel spam. I know 30, it's only a double reinforced unit. It's not like over-egging it ultimately, um, but it's just so effective in a bunch of different stuff. Uh, thanks, Tarquinex. Uh, appreciate you loads. Uh, so that's where we're at in the meta. So you should expect uh, to see a lot of Mega Gargants at events uh, when you go there, and you've got to work out how you're going to deal with fighting them is going to be your your main uh, like thing to think about. Zinch Archeon as well as uh, an Archeon in of itself, uh, although it seems to be less popular LGT, which I think is weird. Uh, Owen is away today. Um, so uh, what's your best, what is the best for killing Mega Gargs? New Dragons. Uh, and I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about it at the end, not to, not to do too much of a clickbait. Uh, but I think that there's, there's a bit of a resurgence, right? I think there's a bit of a resurgence for a particular faction um, which uh, is actually going to be talked about in our first event. So our only two-day event this weekend was the Iron Realms GT. Now, it was a five-round event over two days, but it only had 11 players. That's not bad. Someone still went 5-0, uh, and that was Joe... Um, oh, let me just get this right. Joe Vucic. I'm sorry. I don't, I've, this is probably the worst job I could have signed myself up for, to be honest, to, to say people's names, because I'm obviously an idiot um but talking about or kind of running on that theme that we talk about about being anti-gargant um uh he had a cities of sigmar tempest eye list so he's got a rune lord who's the general the hurricaneum and knight of zeros and anointed on Frostheart phoenix which i think is great one of the interesting things about mega gargants if we're talking specifically about dealing with them is that minus one to wound is mega effective against them like very very effective and that's kind of something you want to look at so that anointed on Frostheart phoenix in cities lists is brilliant uh um uh Vuc vucic uh vucic Fuchic, you said it right. Yes, nice. I uh, got that. Um, I just killed Archeon with a more crusher. Slapped him back to the warp. Yes, forgive. Love you. I'm so happy about that. Uh, Nathan is doing fine. He's going to be on tonight with me talking about the uh, me and James and Dan talking about uh, Cruel Boys. That'll be tonight's show. Hey, Rob, just want to say that the Phoenician list uh, went 5-0. is super legal. Uh, is this the Phoenician list? I don't know, wh Glader, which event are you talking about, buddy? Um, but thank you. Uh, interesting thing actually that came up uh, recently is um, uh, is to check the veracity of lists. I think we're still early in the edition and we need um, uh, we still need to check on those things. Uh, all right, thanks, later. I'll take a look. I appreciate that. Uh, right, so this city's a signal list that went 5-0 at the Iron Realms GT. Congratulations, Rune Lord General. Like we said, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and the Amulet of Destiny. Uh, so that Hawkeye is going to be uh, really important. That plus one. Um, Celestial Hurricane, Knight of Zeros, Anointed on Frostheart Phoenix, talked about that already. Uh, 10 Free Guild Guard, 20 Hammerers, which is genuinely like, they're only 290 points now, which genuinely surprised me. Uh, and then 20 Iron Drakes. Now, 
the Iron Drakes are going to be so good into the Mega Gargs. They've got that Torpedo that does the D6. They can have the additional Ren from the Rune Lord if that's what they want, which I think is quite nice. And then he's got the Phoenix Guard. And those Phoenix Guard are going to be a pretty immovable unit on an objective. They'll be able to fight a Mega Garg. They'll be minus one to wound because of the Frost Heart, which I think is really useful. Um, they're going to be really good, 20 Phoenix Guard. And then Emerald Life Swarm, uh, which is quite nice. So, uh, and a Gyro Bomber. And a gyro mob and going 5-0. Now, yes, not the biggest event in the world, but ultimately still a 5-0 result. And I still think really touching on how to deal with Mega Gargans. I, go, I think going for something like a ton of shooters. I think later on when we talk about Cruel Boys, obviously taking a lot of Bolt Boys is something I think some people are going to try and spec into when they run Cruel Boys lists. Is a problem when you come up against Alpha Armies that are just going to take you off the board. Those dragons are going to be, um, I don't know what the word is, awful. <laughs> competitive gaming uh, <laughs> uh thanks Dad. angle the coalition rules make right chaos this and minefield angle you are correct uh <laughs> um thanks for the hype uh, train everyone on twitch you guys are great so interesting thing uh cool list congratulations oh, who was it again uh to joe vucic uh, I hope I got that right. Um, so congratulations to you going 5 0. You should be super chuffed for yourself. And then uh, in 4 1, this is the army I think I'd like to talk about for the stat center Flesh Eater Courts, right? Because the one thing, the one thing that Flesh Eater Courts do is they fight really well. They fight very, very. I'm going to just get the list for you guys. Give me a second, being a boomer here. Uh, so there's the list in the chat. Right, and this was run. Uh, oh, who was who was running this? I messed this up, haven't I? Sorry. Uh, why haven't I got your name? I've written everyone else's fucking name down. Apologies for whoever was running this, because um, uh, for some reason I've written everyone else's name down, but not yours. Uh, but whoever it was, yeah. Flesh Eater Courts. Now, Flesh Eater Courts struggle a lot against shooting. It's a very shooting-heavy meta. Like we said, some of the armies that are in that A-tier, cities with Iron Drakes and a bunch of other shooting involved. Dragons are definitely coming. Um, maybe some Stormcast shooting as well will happen. Um, one of the other things, uh, so Marathian, the Bow Snakes, definitely. Sentinels, definitely. So that's a lot of shooting in that A-tier meta um, to go against just Mega Gargants. Um, but... Flesh Eater Courts have got some of the strongest output in combat that you're going to see. And um, uh, it was McCracken. Oh, Phil McCracken, was it? It wasn't Phil McCracken. It wasn't him. Dad the card. It wasn't him who played it. They've got loads of output, especially that Ghoul King on Terrorgeist. You buff him up with the Art Regent for the extra D3 attacks. You do pile in an attack twice. It moves faster than a Mega Gargant, right? Should lift one a turn. Basically, should lift one a turn yeah it's a lot of damage coming from a ghoul king on terror geist which is pretty impressive yeah uh it was huge jargon jargon huge gun who i don't know who who he is but congratulations to him he went 4-1 huge gun um uh but yeah so let me just read out his list so he had the borrowing art region of course um, he had uh, with Spectral Host a Borant Ghoul King, Borant Ghoul King on Royal Terror Guys, and a Borant Ghoul uh, uh, and a Borant Ghoul King on another Royal Terror Guys. He had Gruesome Bite on the first one. Uh, then he had a Crypt Infernal Courtier, and then he had ten Ghouls twice, and then three Crypt Flares, and he had that Vargulf Courtier. Now you get paired up into the right matchups, you can do some really solid work 
with this army. Now, it's a counter-meta list, which means it and only counter-meta some part of the uh, of the uh, the tournament spectrum, and it will lose heavily to the other side of it. But if you want to run your chances, if you're like, I'm sat on a flesh-eater courts army, I want to go to a tournament, I reckon you've got some real good opportunities to go pr do very well with this. Yes, you're going to lose out too. What is predominantly a shooting meta? Is there a, really, is there a real way of deal dealing with that? Not really. Like, you can try and alpha and pin it in. That's why things like Kairos Spell Portal and then doing Gift of Change through it into, like, shooting blocks is so important because you shut them down, you do, you do some more wounds, but more importantly, you lock them in so they've got to shoot into them. That's such a key piece of tech. And again, why it's in that S tier for me because it just counters shooting very effectively. Um, but overall, I think there's something to talk about. Uh, butchered, I'm sorry. Uh... What's went? Hell, Alex. I took FEC against Soulblight Gravelords a few times and feel like a monster mash. Soulblight Gravelords list just does the same but hits harder. Lex, you're absolutely right. That Soulblight Gravelords list, specifically, I think, with maybe Vordry. Similar conversation. I, I, if you didn't want to do Flesh Eater Courts and kind of return them from the grave, great joke. Round of applause, please, in the chat. Hit me up. Just, just hit me with one lol. Please appreciate the joke. Is what I'm trying to say. Just if you listen to the podcast, thanks. Stay hydrated. Just kind of just give me a thumb. That's all I need. Just where you walk in, someone like, "Well done, Rob. That wasn't bad. That wasn't okay." Chat aren't agreeing with me. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> uh, anyway, but if you do want to get them out. Um, but similarly, if you want to do, as being pointed out in the chat, Soul Blake Grave Lords, the list that we generally tend to see is Nagash, uh, a Vengori Lord, um, and then you can go for like a Vordry combination if you wanted to, a Manfred combination, or just Vordry should probably slap the toffee out of a Mega Gargant off an objective, which is also quite nice um, if you wanted to go that route. So, I mean, they're still undead, like, dudes on top of dragons, basically, is what I'm saying. Are quite effective in that midfield because they just do so much output um so something to think about i don't know what everyone else thought about uh forgive thanks for subscribing big war equals big stonks good um all win okay uh so yeah like something to think about coming from this 5-0 event and something just generally to think about anyway because you, we're not going to stop seeing mega gargants like anytime soon i don't think there's anything massive apart from the dragon part of the stormcast eternals book i think the rest of it is probably going to get its ass kicked by mega gargants over time it doesn't necessarily have the, the redeemer version of it i think has okay damage i know a lot of people think paladins uh, are going to be able to do enough damage into the gargs maybe the guards can't do the. but you're like you're hoping for an attrition war like you're like i hope x uh, it happens and you've got to do that very early to achieve the win not necessarily certain that's going to be the case the dragons will definitely kill the gargs um and so uh, when they come out we're going to be having another conversation about like what do we do about the dragon rider problem because it's it's coming like it's happening um uh, uh right so anyway uh one day events one day events. Let's talk about these. And congratulations to everyone again at the uh, the Iron Realms GT. So we had War in the Mortal Realms in London at the Bad Moon Cafe. Had 16 players. Uh, in the 3-0 bracket, we have Matt Goldsborough with his LRL, so Luminath Realm Lords, and Obeyed Bin Nasir again with his LRL. Uh, both players running a bunch of Sentinels. Uh, congratulations to those. Uh, in... Uh, oh... Uh, we had another event. This is one, again, another one I didn't write down. Uh, Miasmic Manifestations. We had 18 players. This is a one-dayer again. No one, 
no one went 3-0. There was a bunch of draws. So we had four players on 2.5 wins. Congratulations. Subworks, thanks for resubbing, baby. Uh, Michael Brown with his bone splee- splitters. Vic VJ with his, uh, was it Slaves to Darkness? Yeah, Six Circle. Tom Waller with his uh, Mega Gargants. And then Freddie Leggett, which I didn't write down. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't write that down, lads. Uh, I'm genuinely really annoyed with myself. But Bone Split is getting, a, getting two and a half wins. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, Michael Brown should be super happy with himself. Um, uh, now they both have some strong respective listen to AOS 3. Uh, Gorkamorka, yeah, agreed. I think you do have to remember, though, uh, Gorkamorka, that when we reviewed Soul Black Gravelords and uh, Sons of Behemoth, it, it was an entirely different edition with different points, different core rules, different abilities completely different so i would say that like the reviews were fair at the time and you can only review something into the meta right um anyway so well done to how do you get half a win have you finally cracked it they got draws they got two wins and a draw is what they got not half a win two wins and a draw is what they got so 2.5 um uh uh right so then in poland in oh fucking christ i'm gonna put this in the chat and see if you guys can say it out loud but Apologies um, to Inseczyn, Poland. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> we had two players go 3-0. and um, And it, we had Mateus, Matius, Mateus, Elijahs. That's wrong. Uh, uh, but he ran a slash list in, with Godseekers, which is cool. It's great it went 3-0, and and that's really exciting. And I wrote the list out because this is one of those ones that's like, oh, a slash list went 3-0, and that's fun. Uh, so Godseekers and his grand strategy was Beastmaster, obviously. Um, his leader was the Keeper of Secrets uh, with the Amulet of Destiny, if Colonel Cabbage is in the chat. Um, uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, Sinessa and Sigval. Now, we've actually seen... This combination happened several times now. We've seen the Keeper of Secrets, Sigvald and Sinessa all run together, sometimes in Godseekers, sometimes in Lurid Haze. Uh, but we've seen this little combination of character loadout run quite a lot, which is quite exciting. And I'd like to deep dive that a little bit more And after LGT. So LGT this week. Next week, it's one of those things I'm going to deep dive and kind of have a little look at it and be like, what are people up to? Because I think that's quite interesting. Um but then the the other interesting part about it is there are three units of 11 Bliss Barber Archers in the list. And then there are two units of five Slick Blade Seekers uh, with six Emerald Life Swarms. Um, uh, yeah, so, sorry. With, uh, not six Emerald Life Swarms. With Emerald Life Swarm. Sorry. Uh, which I think is is interesting because it's so light on bodies. Right when you look at it, but it's actually two monsters. No, not it's not two monsters. One monster. Um, I don't know how this does so well. If I'm honest, it just should just die, but I guess it doesn't. I don't know what else to say. Um, uh, uh, Ko totally. Uh, I'm just surprised how much addition change affected both those armies. Guess they truly designed them with 3.0 mind. Yeah, Gorkamorka. I guess they did. Um, I guess they did. I like the way you score is so different as well, Gorkamorka so much to talk about not just to do with stats but like how we construct our armies for scoring points most effectively which is why giants do so well right uh because they just all monsters that you'll never give up looking at the grand strategies so looking at the stormcast the white dwarf editions for slaves to darkness and uh, sons of behemoth and any of that stuff the grand strategies in there are just way way worse beast there's no way you don't just get an auto three points as a mega gargant player with beastmaster 
unless all your dudes die. Like, that's the challenge. Your opponent has to kill all of your guys. Otherwise, you just pick up three points for just turning up. Whereas if you were using core uh, grand strategies, be a lot. It's not core grand strategies, sorry. Battle Tome or like uh, update grand strategies only, it'd be much harder. Uh, same with battle tactics, ultimately. Um, thought of painting that many bliss barbs, send a shiver up my spine, says Scott B. Me, me too. Uh, Lord Wilco says Sinestra is great with access to denial on. Uh, via access to denial via slothful stupor as well as the keeper which i think is a really smart uh, play this event uh, gh bear again is griff hammer griff hammer there are so many fucking zeds in the polish language like what is it, what are they doing there what's that zed was oh, fuck griff hammer the griff hammer event in poland is what it was that and i'm not saying the rest of it um uh <laughs> they are all silent, Rob. <laughs> I just don't know how to talk about it. Anyway, so that's the uh, Keeper Secret list. That was done. Uh, it was run by Mateus um, Elastius. Definitely got that wrong. Um, he was running Slash. He went 3-0. Congratulations to him. And then Mikhail Sibulski uh, was running Uruk War Clans uh, uh, list. And it was Iron Jaws. Um, and then uh, I didn't put the list in uh, because it was just Iron Jaws list with some more crushes and some shit. Whatever. Um Hey, MJ Pegasus, what's going on, baby? Uh, now, the Grot Gang uh, Age of Sigma RTT had 24 players. It was held in Welland, Ontario, in Canada. Ontario, in Canada. In first place uh, was Philip... Oh, sorry. In the 3-0 bracket was Philip Savard with his Sons of Behemoth Take a Tribe list. Congratulations to Philip. Jordan Duncan from the uh, Realms at War... Season of War, that's the one. Seasons of War uh, YouTube show. Uh uh, channel, uh, lovely guy, great bat reps. Go check him out. Um, was run, came, also came in the three O bracket with his Luminath Realm Lords from Elithia, uh, and then also in the three O bracket was William Dallas with his Stormcast Eternals uh, Celestial Vindicators list. Diadrain, thanks for donating five gift subscriptions. Uh, very much appreciated. Uh, it's very cool of you. Um, so uh, that's looked like a cool event as well. Uh, I'm not sure if I feel comfortable with Grot Gang Age of Sigmar RTT. I don't know if they've been appropriate in the chat. Uh, if you chat want to start on them, that's fine because I think that's a bit cheeky. But like, it's fine unless it was a an ode to the honest wargamer chip Twitch chat, and then whatever. Uh, that's right, Grot Gang. Paul, um, <laughs> I can't even pronounce Ontario. Isn't it Ontario? Fuck off. It can't be easy to say. Anyway, uh, so that was cool. So c congratulations to Philip, Jordan, and William. Uh, and again, nice little mix. One day is just always nice little mixes. Uh, so, well, is it Sons of Behemoth, LRL, Stormcast? Yeah, I guess it's a bit of a mix. Uh, Defenders September tournament was 14 players, and it happened in Carrollton, Texas. In the 3-0 bracket, Jonathan Chazellus uh, with his Daughters of Cain Calibron list, and then Sebastian Dodson with his Seraphon Thunder Lizard list, which is cool. Again, that Seraphon Thunder, Thunder Lizard list, I won't put necessarily in the A bracket. Maybe a bunch of stakes with Sky Street Bros. Bows? Bros. <laughs> Sky Street Bro Bows, uh, I would put in the A bracket, maybe, uh, but it would be Virgin on there. Uh, uh, then, uh, so congratulations to those. That, so this was in Texas. There was the 2K tournament, fucking great name uh, there, in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, and in the 3 bracket, there was just Brett, Moore, uh, Brett Marion with his Daughters of Cain. Um, in... Midlothian VA, which is the US, was the, listen to this name, Oscar Lars, who's been on the show, great guy, but come on, we need a better name for your event. 
the Age of Sigmar 3.0 ITC tournament hosted by WCG and Oscar Lars Painting Studio. Fucking terrible. Come on. Just call it like Blood Gang Brother Tribe. It's easy. Come on. Twitch chat. Give me some name suggestions, please, for the uh, for this event. However, all of the time they spent not thinking about an event name, they did actually spend on changing their comp pack around a bit, which I thought was quite exciting. Yeah. Because what they did was they split the prize support. So I think a lot of the US events have some pretty like stonking prize support at the top end. But what they this event did specifically is they took their prize support and they broke it out across different people. So it didn't all go to the top end. It went to people in different places along the bracket, which I thought was actually quite exciting. Uh, personally, a shitty con 2021. Uh, <laughs> Actually, marketing takes precedence is the problem. Um, fuck last year's name off, AOS 2022. <laughs> uh, anyway, but that was cool. Like, I think that's cool that they split the, uh, the bracket out and they split out what people got, basically. Now... Uh, in first place was Horatio Ricus with his Sons of Behemoth Breaker Tribe list. Uh, sorry, this was in the 3-0 bracket. David Clam with his Stormcast Hammers of Sigmar. And David Phillips with his KO Barrack Thring, which is quite cool to see KO in there as well. Uh, not surprising to see Sons of Behemoth in there, of course. Uh, and I think that that was it for my uh, for the one-day events, unless I missed any. And if I did miss any, I'm sorry. And please get at me if I did. Uh, now, we've got, we've got some upcoming events. We've got the Medhammer AOS GT in Colombia. Thank you again to uh, Rob in the chat, if he's there, um, being my eyes and ears out there in the world. Uh, so, Davidams, thanks for resubscribing, babe. Uh, so, yeah, we have a Colombian event for Age of Sigmar, and God knows what the, uh, the meta would be like there, but I'm excited uh, to see those results. Uh, hey, you missed the event I won. Uh, please tell me... Uh, what that was called and where it was, forgive, and which uh, tournament software. It's quite a challenge, I promise, trawling through a million different TO apps to try and find, which aren't usable um, Discord. Okay, I'll, I'll have a look. Thanks, bud. Uh, as someone who compiles an AOS e event calendar, you'll be shocked how many events are called AOS tournament. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, first tournament in South America, Warhammer Rob. It might be. Thank you. Yeah, it might be our first event. So this is Medhammer AOS GT. Now, if we can contact those people, um, and as long as none of them have accidentally grown large testicles because of vaccines and stuff, uh, obviously... That was a fake news story, but it's funny. Um, if this, this, I'm riffing on a bit. That if you didn't keep track with like current news, it doesn't really work. But that's funny. That statement to like three people. <laughs> so embarrassing that I had to explain it and also say it was funny and justify my own joke. Fucking Christ alive! Why does anyone watch this? Okay. Anyway, um, thank you, thank you, thank you for <laughs> thank you for getting my. Joke. anyway exciting the first event in southern america potentially we'd like to hear all about it if anyone knows it uh rob come to brazil gt slay mccroth is there an event in brazil yes i want to come how do i go uh i didn't know it and if there is like listen if you're listening to this from somewhere in the world that we don't normally talk about um we normally cover a bit of europe but if like france italy 
uh, Germany, any of those places where like a lot of your events happen in like your own native languages, tell us about it. Like get in touch with it. I want to hear about it. Just be the translator for me so I can just fucking tell people about it. I want to big up all the communities around the world. So let me know because I'm fucking i think it's exciting i love the idea that there's like the, that like you know there's um armacon in like the most northern part of like the nordics right and they're fucking they've got their big coats on and they're drinking beers and then there's some guy on like in jandals yeah playing on a beach with a barbecue i want to hear all about it i love that i think it's so awesome um which i mean bring actually uh, brazil isn't the only country in the world with no more covid uh more covid than the uk plague island uh, is that true dave fresh i fucking i don't know anyway so we've got an event there this weekend, live on the Honest Wargamer, is the London Grand Tournament Blood Tithe event. So there'll be teams of four competing against each other to be the winner. I've put a video on YouTube if you guys want to go and look at me uh, break down the meta and the lists. If you guys want to go check that out. Uh, that's going to be this weekend. That's very exciting. And it's also pretty fun for me because obviously with... Age of Sigmar Worlds going uh, for it happening in Prague, the Age of Sigmar Six Nations. There's a lot of Age of Sigmar team events, which I'm personally very invested in before we launch the new Super Series. So I like I like I, I like seeing how the meta is going to work. I like to see how the scoring system is going to work. I want to see how those games play. I think there's lots to talk about. I think it's a fascinating conversation. I'm excited to be there for the weekend and see everyone play. Uh, and then there are loads of two days this weekend. I do not know about that. So uh, I haven't got that on my list. So uh, apologies about that. Um, but yeah, those are some of the upcoming events. And if there are some uh, two days, oh, let me just check my calendar for two days if anyone has any in the chat let me know uh will it be possible to watch blood tithe back somewhere yeah uh actually so it will be so the honest so the age of sigma stuff is going to be um i will check the event spreadsheet thanks baby um the uh so the honest wargamer coverage oh sorry the age of sigma coverage will be streamed on the honest wargamer this weekend or weekend so that's where you'll be able to see it we're still trying to get our infield or a infield reporter for the event um so that we can bring you infield reporting as well as we will be covering a match between two teams of four like we do at the super series so it'll be 4v4 and you'll be able to watch that game happen but of course while that's happening there'll be 31 other matches happening between oh no that's not right uh 15 other matches happening between other teams uh, of four so there'll be loads of information to kind of uh, come out of that which i think is quite exciting um uh like colonel says in the chat keep an, an eye out for nine inch fails flails yes uh, they're gonna be great uh it'll be streamed on the honest wargamer for you guys and then once it's on once you can watch it back you can watch it back and i'm sure we'll put it on youtube at some point as well uh which will be good um is this a team's tournament arcane ring is a team's tournament there is a video on youtube where you can watch the meta breakdown already so that's this weekend um, and I'm not saying it's the biggest event uh, going, but it is 140-ish people, which is quite significant this weekend for Age of Sigmar. And it's, but it's also teams, and that's a bit fucky because it does significantly change the meta and the shape of the meta, right? And how those armies play, I would argue. Uh, I don't have any... Oh, there's also NatCon. It's happening in New Zealand this weekend. So NatCon's happening in New Zealand uh, in Hamilton, uh, NatCon 21. Um uh, <laughs> uh where can one find out info about coming aos tournaments uh in and around london inferno storms there's going to be a link thrown at you in the chat right now by mr colonel cabbage and do you know what for next week uh <laughs> 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 uh 
<laughs> that isn't relevant information. Um, uh, <laughs> the um, uh, next week, we'll uh, I'll try and have it prepped, or maybe one of my uh, co-collaborators will have it prepped. So we'll have like a little sheet for for places you can find out about events. Uh, there's in England, uh, Colonel Cabbage has put together a, a spreadsheet. Um, uh, AOS Shorts has done like a worldwide calendar, uh, but he doesn't have everything on there specifically one day, as and a bunch of other stuff. Like I would argue that there's only really events that get specific media coverage as opposed to everyone. Um, uh, so there's loads of events to talk about, um, which we don't have on calendars yet. So that's something to look at, right? Uh, and the French Singles Cup is happening in Paris this weekend. Yes, 2+, plus, 2+. Plus. Where can I find out about that? Let me know. Uh, Purple Sparkly Unicorn is happening in the UK. Hammerfest is happening in US. Uh, and both are coming this weekend. So Hammerfest and the Purple Sparkly Unicorn... Uh, events are also happening this weekend um so that's going to be cool uh and whereas my raccoon says there was a two day this weekend in denmark uh controls each got first sons of behemoth got second and seraphon third thanks whereas my raccoon again if you want me to talk about these things on the show drop me a message or better yet um drop if you're one of the tos somewhere in the world and you happen to know more or you want to be a local representative for your community drop me a message and we'll collate all that together because i hate missing things that sucks all right that's it for today that's it uh we've got a prep for the show tonight where we'll be talking about cruel boys on the monday show we'll be back next week uh with all of our hot takes and it seems like uh, a lot of uh two-day event result information from um uh from this weekend so next next week's stat show should be pretty massive um Hobgrotless. Oh, bay. Yeah. Henry Steele. Yes. Uh, what a lovely human being. New question. In a large team tournament, can they still do teams picking first defender, etc., or do they have automatic matchups to save time? No, yes, meatballs. Uh, they have. They still do the pairing. <coughs> they still do the pairing process. The pairing process is, is integral to team events because it's why you do the team event really if it was just a random matchup it would it would super suck uh, but yeah in a large large team tournaments they still go through the pairing process which is how we got that phenomenal picture of ghoul king bill souza uh when he was pairing against i think the french team um where you had the entire french team on one side and just bill on one side looking cool as a cucumber and the, it was like a renaissance picture i would tweet about it a lot uh, if you guys didn't check it out and you guys should go check it out um so yeah uh, right, anyway, uh, it's the most epic picture. It's the most epic picture. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it was I'm cool hanging out with you. I'm going to be live this week. I won't be live Friday. Um, I will be live Thursday, but I won't be live Friday because we, well, we will be live, but we'll be live on the T-Sports Network um, doing coverage of the 40K Invitational at the LGT. So if you guys want to tune in for that, you've got live coverage all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that'd be super fun. Uh, so we'll see you guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out for the Stat Center. Hopefully Owen will be back next week. Uh, if not, I'll have a guest on with me to go through the stats. Um, it's lovely talking to you all. Uh, I hope you have a nice day and thanks for being Honest Wargamers. See you guys soon.